Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Want to grab a free copy of my Dance Studio Growth Marketing eBook? Sign up for a free copy today of the ebook 97 Simple Strategies to Grow Your Dance Studio by going to assemblédancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Clary Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. So we have been very lucky to get quite a few listener questions come through the Facebook group and on Instagram and we encourage you guys to reach out and by we, I mean I, encourage you guys to reach out in any way that you like. But we have been getting quite a few questions about different topics and it has prompted a couple of podcast episodes. So one of our recent questions was about how to get more engagement on social media or just how to get engagement in general. And I guess as a result, how does that convert to paying clients or uh, more committed clients essentially? So if you are interested in learning more about how to make socials work for you and how to get more engagement and how to get like free views and how to get uh, more organic reach, this podcast is for you. So stay tuned. So in today's episode, I have the lovely Mariah joining us again. Hello, I'm back. Back. (laughs) So Mariah is the podcast producer, editor, all things really. But Mariah is also our marketing manager across the Sombre, but also mostly at our studio. So Mariah also has been this year... Uh, investing a lot of time in doing professional development mm-hmm. on ads and how that converts and how that works in the back end. So increasing your skills in that way. Yes. And part of the course, is that also about engagement through socials? Um, they do include like little um, snippet videos. Um, mm. They call them lunch and learns, mm. like little oh, hour videos yeah. of just like um, general social media stuff as well. So definitely. And I'm always on Instagram, mm. looking at, you know, those accounts that are sharing great information, Misery, mm. however you say his name. Yeah, I know, I'm not Misery. sure. That's the... Adam. Adam Misery, the creator of Instagram, I owner? I don't think... He, CEO. CEO. Is he? I think. I don't know. He's something that, like, knows, he knows everything. <laughs> so, he knows what's going on at Instagram. He definitely is. Like, he's, he's on there. Like, he's doing something important. Yeah. But we follow him because he kind of shares with us first. Yes. And then sort of everyone sort of branches out and gives their own two cents as well. Um, all those social. He's the head accounts. of Instagram. Yeah. Okay. That's that's his. Okay. Title head yeah. of Instagram. All right, there we go. Oh, so CEO, I guess. Yeah. Um, but the course we were referring to, yes. if anyone is interested, is called um, the Digital Picnic. I don't think it's open anymore, no. uh, but we've used them for a lot of other yes. things very specific to socials. So they're, they're great to follow as well because yes. they give a lot of um, good information. As they well, are just generally uh, an Aussie yes. company. Um, but again, information is all about social. So it could be relevant, relevant worldwide. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So I guess the first tip you said was follow like 
companies and businesses that are sharing information about socials in particular. So the Digital Picnic, Adam Missouri, mm-hmm. you could follow Instagram itself. They yeah. share updates. And then there's a couple of others that we have come across um, that I share with you yeah, quite like, a bit. But one I share with Myra a lot is called Oh My Digital. Oh My Digital. Yeah. So they, I, I don't, we've not done a course from them, but they're, just content that they share is really fantastic. Um, And so that's something that we look at and I share with Mariah a lot. So I guess being, staying aware and then also looking like in your local area, there will be local businesses that run events in particular about socials. So if you have a particular interest in that, kind of spreading your wings and looking at how you can stay up to date with all of the information because it is changing so, so, so so much. Like for ages, it was all about reels, all about video content. And now we're getting information through that uh, Instagram is changing that. And there's now saying they went too far with video content and have now rebalanced the priorities and that video and photo should be getting the same reach across the app. So it will be interesting to see if that actually applies like when when that will start to have you seen any change yet no no okay no I still see reels as the forefront at the moment yeah um but obviously as Instagram are changing things behind the scenes we'll Mm. we'll see we're just going to take it week by week I suppose yeah so the the information that's come through about that just to stay up to date is that video no longer reigns supreme on Instagram you may have noticed reels reach change recently um or we haven't uh, so reels and photos will have the same reach on Instagram after a rebalancing, apparently. Mm. They also say um, Adam Mazzeri, head of Insta, has called for feedback. So if you don't notice a change, let them know, mm. which is interesting. But surely they'd be able to see that in their back end. Mm. Um, but that's interesting that we haven't seen that at all yet. But I really hope, this is so off topic, but I really hope that it's the same amount of reach that we're getting from reels Going to photos, uh, yeah. not dropping back down to... To what the photos were before. Yes. Yeah, but I know they're their own business. So that's, this is why we always yeah. talk about how it's so important to get people who are following you on socials into your email yes. list or your phone list so that you have their information and you can reach out to them. Because at the end of the day, I probably said like record record, we don't own the audiences on socials. We really are just borrowing them for a short time. So it is up to them. And by them, I mean you know, the powers that be, Adam Missouri, mm. I think that's how you say his name, yeah. um, and all the changes that they make. And so, you know, as a small businesses, we're running around trying to keep up and it is really difficult. But, you know, we try and update you with things we know and that's something to keep in mind that we've seen or we've seen information that there should be a rebalancing, which I think is good. Mm. Really, I really love Reels and enjoy mm. video, but like Instagram was created to be a photo sharing platform and mm. that's been... Not changed um so that's something just to consider follow yeah. people that are informative yes. you know not maybe too many like two or three is probably enough because yeah. you don't want to be bombarded with info but just to keep up to date uh with what is happening then i would say the next thing as well about increasing engagement is you have to be across your stats so mm. you need to figure out what is a good engagement rate for you and the amount of followers that you have and like generally when you're looking on your professional dashboard and you're looking at your uh, stats for the month or the week or however you want to look at it like obviously if it's up and green that's good but there will be a time potentially when you can't always be up all the time Mm -hmm. um well you know you don't want to be dropping drastically but um it's not 
always possible to be up, no. up, 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 up. And as long as you have a reasoning as to why it dropped, mm. like say, like for example, one reel really took off last month mm. and then obviously this this last month it's just sort of steady back to how it mm. usually is, you're going to see a decrease in yeah. your analytics. But um, just understanding why there would be changes is is important to know where and what happened well that just also helps you create a plan of action so if it's nothing that you've done wrong well then you don't need to change your plan Mm. but if you're like oh well people are liking this content more I could focus on that yes that's going to inform you then moving forward yeah how you're going to get more engagement or more reach in general so um Mariah as I mentioned, is our marketing manager. So she does up a wonderful uh, slideshow or slide deck once a month that has kind of all of this information compiled. And I love it. I can look at it. I can, And she has the stats compared to the last month so I can refer quickly and then we can always have a chat. There's nothing ever really that concerns me and I'm, you know, not like, oh, why is this not up or down or whatever? Because, again, Ma- Mariah indicates the reasoning so oh this is down because of this that all makes sense or sometimes it is like oh maybe that post just didn't work or or whatever it is there's always a reasoning behind something but again if you're doing all your own socials you probably don't need to do up yourself a slide deck but you could have a google doc or a google sheet maybe that you're just tracking some of that information so you can refer back to it it's hard to remember month to month what you what analytics you did last month like Mm. you forget and so having them all there and you go oh that you know Mm. you you can relate like otherwise you'll just go oh yeah that's cool and then go oh but how did I actually do last month Mm. or the month before or what content did I post then yeah it's usually usually in Instagram but just for your own but normally they only do show you like an x amount of time like you can't look back a year ago can you I haven't tried but Mm. I know you can do like custom I reckon Mm. you could do like three months but I haven't tried to look at past anything yeah like that yeah but again, if you're yeah. doing your own socials, potentially just putting some of the analytics and the data yeah. in a Google sheet when you're doing like a month of review, whether that be on your finances, on your socials, yeah. on your website, like having a bit of a self audit is a really good way yes. to go about it. And that's obviously, we're just sort of talking about Instagram, but that would be across potentially yeah. Facebook. They're all interconnected though are, anyway, yeah. um, but it's, it's good to get that feedback. Yes. Um, yeah, so knowing, knowing your stats so you can create – or shift your focus depending for the following month, depending how you do your socials. In terms of like general engagement, obviously keeping up with trends is going to help and then targeting your content on the platform to the main demographic. So like on Facebook, we're getting mostly parents or even some of our more older parents now. And then there's a massive push on um, Instagram for kind of our teens and tweens. But also parents, like yeah, true. I feel like they're sort of getting around it at the se- as well. Um, and, and I was just gonna say, like as well, the 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 content that does the best on our socials is of what the kids are doing in classes, like of the kids. Also, like what we're doing behind the scenes, like pe- things that they don't get to see, um, does really really well. Um, and just like. Yeah, like content from inside of the studio, inside the back end of the admin things, like they're always the ones that do the best. Yeah. So again, it just 
looking at patterns and then doing what works well for you and your studio. You might notice a slight difference. It could be something else. But I think in general, I'm nosy. I love to Mm. see stuff and like figure out how stuff works. Mm. People and humans are just generally inquisitive. So if they're getting that behind the scenes and like for us, we have parents in the classroom, you know, once a term-ish, but they don't see it week to week. So they're really interested in seeing what's happening. And not a shock to anyone, people love their children. Exactly. So <laughs> yes. that is something to really, you know, lean on and share yes. information like that. It helps retention, but it also helps the people that are not enrolled see what it's like mm. in our classes. So it's sort of a win-win for you sharing that information um, as well. Um, I think even putting on like in the ends of your captions, putting CTAs at the bottom. Which are? call to action yes um so basically it doesn't even have to be like to click a link you can Mm. literally say what are you excited about for the concert Mm. or what dance can't you wait to see or just some i'm just making this up on the spot but then that comments and then that's generating more um engagement for you as well um yeah stories is good engagement using those stickers Mm. getting people to are they excited? You know that little yeah, that the little, little cross, cross thing. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Like just like little things that are um, getting people to touch them. and interact. Yes. Yeah. What are your thoughts on? And was something we've been like talking about probably for like twelve months mm. with the kids all being on TikTok. Mm. Now we at and at the moment have decided we just don't want to spread ourselves as thin and mm-hmm. we're not focusing on TikTok. It's not that it's not a great platform. We no. think it really is. Yeah. But that we think is purely... Great for reach. Yeah. Not as great for us for conversions. Yeah. I think. Because because of the search function, because yeah. of the random nature of the TikTok yes, um, algorithm. algorithm. And then as well, at the end of the day, yes, we think it would be good for that connection with yes. our current students if they follow us. Yeah. But again, I think majority of people spend time on that random um, for you page, yeah. not following page. This mm-hmm. is again, our interpretation. Mm-hmm. And so even if all of our students follow us, we're engaging with them. That's lovely. At the end of the day, they're not the paying customer. Mm. So we we need to sort of think about putting our energy into the area that's going to probably serve both. Yeah. And for us at, at the moment, it's mostly Instagram yeah. and Facebook groups yes. and Facebook page. Yeah. Facebook page is really just honestly a copy of other stuff now because we just don't. No, but when it's it's a it is a good search engine. So yes. when someone's like looking through Google and such, it does. If it comes to that, they can kind of see that we've been active. Yeah, I do think it's a little confronting if you haven't posted in like six months mm. and people go like, "Where have they been? Yeah, like what's going what's on? Happening? Yeah." So having that sort of set me up today yeah. anyway. Um, and just another little tip too, um, for engagement, if you can get someone to like, comment, share, save, even click see more on your underneath your captions you are getting yourself another two weeks in their newsfeed. Mm. So this, that was like one of the things I had learned in um, like the course that I was doing, which I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. But once someone follows you, I think it's two weeks as well. So if, when they hit follow, you've got two weeks and you're going to be at the top of their Instagram story. So if you notice like when you follow someone, they're at the very start yeah. of your story Because you're obsessed with them. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, that's interesting, they're new. And if you continue to keep interacting or that person keeps interacting with your stories, interacting with your feed, every time they like, every time they comment, every time they click see more, 
you're getting another two weeks in their feed from that person. So you really do need to have quite a wide range of engaging content, engaging content over a two week period Mm. to try and get an extension on your free views. Yeah. If you're only posting once a month, it's probably not getting Mm. seen. No. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Because you've got two weeks. It's a challenge. Yeah. So that's something to consider. Yeah. Even having a, um, uh, we, we might implement this next year, but having a post that's like everyone knows is coming so they go and look mm. for it every week. So it could be like class shout out mm. or student shout out mm. or something like that, which they know comes every Friday, mm. say, and they go, oh, I, I haven't seen that. Mm. And they go to search for it and then you another two weeks. Yeah. You know, just like, yeah, little things, try and getting make those captions long enough for Seymour. Yeah, true. Because yeah. I think that sometimes people think, keeping it short and sweet so no mm. one touches it. But you, everyone, again, has this natural thing to want to continue to yeah. read if it's engaging. Yeah. Um, so that is really, really helpful. So those are a couple of tips and tricks that we have been using and have been working for us to get more engagement. Again, it's – it. well, it's a full-time job. It's Mariah's it full-time job to stay up to date with it and yeah. to be creating the content and stuff. So if you are trying to do all of these things all at once, you, like it is so fine to be like, I can't be – you can't be doing everything. It's just yeah. not possible. So to do the best that you can, to be posting, you know, at least – once a week yeah. would be great yeah. um, and then tr- or even sitting down doing it once a month and planning yeah. it out. So Even you- if it's not the feed content, e- mm. even if you're just showing up on stories. Yeah. Because, in there. you know, when you click on, that's the first thing I go to is checking everyone's stories. Mm. It's not it's not hard when you're in the middle of, say, um, organising costumes just to just set up your phone on a time lapse. Yeah. That's content. And then you post that on your stories mm. and you're like, costume season. Yeah. And watch the engagement come through because all the parents are so excited and want to know what their I costume know. is. Yeah. So we did like a sneak peek on our stories and, and they went wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they went wild. They're like, show us a sneak peek. They're like, where's the sequence? <laughs> um, that's so funny. Yeah. So that's so true. Just little bits like that. If you yeah. can, you know, if you're not feeling like you can get across, you can't do enough, you don't have enough time during the week. That is so fair, but you can do things like stories yeah. um, or, again, asking your, your team yeah. and your teachers to try and take stories and share. Yeah. So that is really fantastic. Yeah. Um, I know this is a side note because we were wrapping up, but yeah. so many teachers nowadays have their own kind of teaching Teacher. profile, yes. um, which potentially is an own, its own episode. I know some people think it's great. Some people aren't comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. I personally don't have a problem with it as long as everything is tagged yes. and appropriate. I honestly prefer them having a separate teaching page yes. than sharing. On um, my personal. Yeah, yeah, I just don't vibe it. No. Um, but again, you could also ask and have parameters about being a, like a co is it a collaborator or yes, a, a, collaborator a collaborator on all posts so yeah. that it really will pop up then on your yes. on your news feed as well yeah yeah and that's getting <clears> you engagement when they're tagging you and even vice versa like when we're posting something and they're in it tag their teacher mm. page and then all of their followers will see it if they share it mm. like tagging people that are, are relevant to the to the post as well it will mm. um keep engagement because that teacher is going to comment saying Love heart, love heart. Yeah. That's an engagement. <laughs> love heart, love heart. <laughs> Something I do find tricky though is that like I think it's great to try and tag the kids and stuff, but like I just yeah. don't know their Instagram handles. Yeah. And a few students also have like dance accounts now yeah. too. Yeah, so tricky. Um, 
So, yeah, if where you know you can, it, I guess you yeah. could. Or if you're doing like a feature of a particular, yes. maybe you want to take the time to try and figure out what that parent's yeah. instant. Maybe it's something you could add to your um, enrollment form. Yeah. So that if Do you have a. What's your Instagram handle? Because then if you wanted to like highlight a particular child, you could like search that up. Mm. It seems like a little extreme, but yeah, it could be something if you're really invested in doing it. Yeah, builds engagement. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, we hope you found that really helpful and we look forward to chatting with you very soon. Have a great day wherever you are in the world. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.